Welcome to the Writer's Spotlight, a project brought to you by Exhuming the Bones, the podcast for the Ohio chapter of the Horror Writers Association. I'm an environmentalist at heart and volunteer with many local organizations to remove invasive species and plant natives. Because this and horror are such big parts of my life, my upbringing, I've decided to do a study on combining the two. If you wish to read them yourself or check out my future works, you can check out my WordPress page, Hangman's Whispers, at www.dlrichard136.wordpress.com. The first of these is as follows. A bubbling sore. The wind whistles about the grassy trunks of the trees. Not an animal stirs. No other sound is uttered. Amidst the circle of trees, a pool of blood bubbles up from the ground as if it were a spring. The pool grows and grows, lapping at the trunks of the oak, the pine, the birch, staining their moss-covered bark a brilliant scarlet. The waves grow stronger as the pool grows the spring becoming a geyser, spewing forth clots and gore. The wood sat atop an aquifer of horror. The geyser explodes with a violent storm shaking and cracking the earth, raining down droplets of blood onto the leafy canopy. What once was a sickly, gurgling, hiccup sound of a spring has become a gruesome torrent of mayhem. The tide begins to grow, choking out once clear streams, blood now overtaking water. All matter of red gore, pus, and veins cling to rocks, and the green fertile ground becomes a red sore upon the face of the world. This second poem is best described as a love letter to our mother, nature, the earth. The title, and will burn with her. Mother nature will have her day, when humanity's bones lie in the dust, her mud and moss sheet over us, tucking us in during our evening hours. She'll blink and will be forgotten, the beast, the tree, the waters, will gather round her feet, looking up in admiration to their mother. Under their hooves, their roots, our bones will break and crumble, become the soil once more. She will reclaim what was hers, the children that scorned her, fuel for the fires they stoked. The spirits of those gone will offer no help. Those who revered her, trusted her, will be etched in the rock. Those who forsook, dashed upon devices of their own industrialization. Glittering grains falling to rest on the growing mound, we took, never gave, wanted, never respected, at doom's gate, the mother. Back turned on those that turned theirs a million times over, the nothingness swallows us with unabashed greed.
mulch. I have yet to understand their practices. They scurry around and lie out the dry flesh about my feet. In the beginning it was alarming, but I welcomed the nutrients when I finally decided not to dwell on what had given its life for mine. But that was when they gave me this offering sparingly. Again, I feel I must reiterate that I wish not to offend these neighbors of mine. Certainly I'd consume all they brought before their next visit. How wrong I was. Now they heap it at my feet. The shreds of dry flesh leaning up and stacked against my home. Do they mean to bury me alive? Do they not realize I can no longer move from this spot? I try to dig out a corner of my home's walls, thinking if I can just get a single little toe out, maybe this mound of detritus won't seem as encompassing. The light has become blocked, and that suffocating feeling is setting in. It's getting to the point I can't even breathe. The heat of the day's sun is sure to bake me alive in this tomb of good intentions. Still I venture my limbs out, digging through the mounds, hoping to find some way out of this mystery meat. I'm desperate now, always rooting my way through this mound, lungs full of an odd moisture, drowning in my own skin. Surely this must only be in my imagination, my mind fixated on this encroaching space. Just reach a little more. Maybe I'll find my way out of this maze. That's when I feel it. The iron grasp around my throat, cutting me off from life. Is this my neighbors again? Not content with drowning me in this petrified sustenance. They mean to choke the breath from me themselves. Now I worry what they bury me in originated from some other poor soul. Stuck in the same situation as I. I recognize the touch, the noose around my neck. But it can't be. But it is. None other than my own hand. How? There's no possibility my questing limbs could snake completely around my abode, clasp around my throat without me realizing. How absurd! Unheard of! What sort of madness is this? That I either choke myself, or my limbs have grown their own sentience, wrapping around me some starving serpent. I know I don't have long... I worry those who've trapped me will use my twisted corpse in trapping some other unfortunate. I've no voice left that they will hear. I fear the cycle will repeat. Epilogue Volcano mulching. The improper technique that piles mulch high around the tree and against the tree trunk causing a whole host of problems for trees from strangulation of their own roots, suffocation because the trunks of trees are composed of vascular tissue that the trees use to breathe, and a higher likelihood of infestation from harmful insect species. This practice is widely used in commercial landscaping, where participants in this practice are ill-informed and are looking for a site that is pleasing to the humans they are hired by with no regard to the well-being of the tree. This podcast is a project of the Ohio Chapter of the Horror Writers Association. For more information about the Ohio Chapter, please visit ohiowa.wordpress.com.